the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's I on Real Estate on AM 970. The answer. Portions of I on Real Estate, sponsored by Hempleaf. We won't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. This is Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. From the heart of New York City and the tri-state area to the most active real estate hotspots across America. Keeping you plugged in to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news and legal developments to everything you need to know about buying or selling a property. Benefited by the advice of the experts. Now, here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I hope you're having a wonderful morning. I was up at the crack of dawn, as usual, and I'm all set to go. Welcome to Iron Real Estate. I love real estate. I've loved it my whole life, okay? And I love it because everybody loves it. Everybody likes to talk about it. Um, I don't usually run out of words to say. I mean, I, I can talk, but I have to tell you, if you have any problems with starting conversations, just mention the word real estate. You'll have a lively debate. You'll have a lively discussion, okay, because I call it, and it really is named the universal language. Everyone wants to know about it. And today I'm going to talk a lot about uh, the future of real because everyone wants to know what's going to happen. Is 23 going to be a good year? Is 24 going to be a good year? And let me just tell you this. Don't believe everything you read. But anyhow, um, I love to do the show. We're live Saturdays on AM 970 The Answer. Or you can go to 970 The Answer's mobile app, iHeartRadio, or the, tune into the app. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, at Dottie Herman. And you can get my newsletter at DottieHerman.com for exciting news and information. And I love hearing from you, and I try to answer. I'm a little behind because I get a lot of people. So I try to answer questions, and some of them are not real estate questions. Some of them are just questions. So if you do call me or if you do email me, I will get to you. It might not be on time because I'm doing it all myself. Actually, I did once try to get somebody to help me to do it. And I said, you know, I just can't keep up with it because you have to answer everyone. A like just doesn't cut it. Well, you know what I got? Is this the fake Dottie Herman? This is the fake Dottie Herman. We know it. So they knew it wasn't my voice. And so therefore, I said, well, okay. But I love hearing from you. And of course, if you have any questions, you should call us at 866-970-9622 and even if we can't get you on the air, we will try to answer your questions either this week or next week. Of course, my co-host for the first hour is the expert attorney, Stephen Ebert, a partner at the prestigious firm Kasson & Kasson, located in Westchester, to fill us in on the latest legal developments in the business of real estate. 
And I stress again to you, and I would never tell you anything I don't 100% believe in, when you're buying a home or commercial property, whatever, if you're buying real estate, don't go to anything other than somebody who specializes in real estate. And so Stephen does, and that's who I use, and I recommend him highly. That's what he does. He knows every aspect. He's, I call him a, a little genius. Good morning, Steve. Thanks, Dottie. Good morning. Later in the show, we'll be joined by Michael Hartman this morning, who is the CEO of Hallmark Abstract Services. Michael will discuss title insurance and things of that nature, which you need to know about. And um, I'm dying to have this guest on. At 11 o'clock, we'll be joined by Zach Griffin. Giffen. He's the co-host of Tiny House Nation, currently streaming on Netflix and national spokesman board member of Operation Tiny House. I've done a lot of research on tiny houses, and I don't know if any of you have ever seen that show where they show you these 400, 500 foot houses that you know look good if nobody's in them, but I don't know how anybody can live in them, but we're going to ask him, and um, it's becoming a bigger thing these days. Uh, I, you know, It wouldn't work for me, maybe unless I was alone, but a lot of people are buying tiny houses and saving a lot of money because they're not expensive, and um, although they look well on TV, I don't really know uh, in practicality, but we'll ask him. Before I forget, I just want to remind everybody, don't procrastinate on filing your taxes. It's easier than ever. Um, It's time to gather your forms, receipts, statements. I know it's a pain in the neck job. I mean, they say it's easy, and I say it's a pain in the neck. However, start now. Start the process now. Um, I think they've made it fairly, they've tried to make it fairly easy. So just a good reminder. A few, like, little things that I think are kind of interesting. Um, You know, we always can tell, okay, the luxury market in New York and what it's going to do based on also Wall Street. If Wall Street does well, then New York's luxury market does well. It just works together. So this year, um, I don't know. With the Wall Street bonus woes and high interest rates, I don't believe there'll be a recession, but still people are saying that. Uh, So if the Wall Street guys don't get big bonuses, that hurts the very high-end housing because when they get big bonuses, guess what they do? They spend it, maybe on Ferraris, but they also spend it on beautiful properties and very expensive ones. So we'll see what happens uh, because this was a crazy year. Wasn't it a crazy year on Wall Street, Stephen? It was just kind of nutty. Yeah, no, it absolutely was. I mean, you definitely saw, um, you know, some, you know, the ups and downs of the market. And what you're seeing is Wall Street bonuses being down. But, you know, what I would also say is, is again, there's more to the story and, and sort of repositioning as well. You know, I think what we're going to see in the markets this year is, look, we like to have it's always nice to have positive news for growth, but I think what the markets really get most troubled by is uncertainty. You know, they could almost live with higher interest rates, um, but they need to know what those rates are going to be. And so I, what I hope is over the next coming months, we sort of see where the market settles, see where government policy settles, 
And based on that, people have a tweak in expectations and returns, and they're able to move forward. It's when people don't know the rules of the game and where the numbers are going to be, they don't know how to get the transaction done. And we need to have those transactions going to keep the momentum in the economy. Right. Uh, but I don't want to lead anyone to believe that it's not, you know, that people are buying luxury, you know, apartments because uh, the luxury real estate outperformed less expensive apartments last year with prices for the most expensive properties growing at twice the rate of the overall market. And that was according to Jonathan Miller, who I was an expert. Um, and at $1.1 million, the median price for all properties in Manhattan was up 10.2% from 2019. And so, you know, we were talking about this the other day. It was a couple of friends from, uh, who were all from New York City. And one girl said to me, you know what? You know, the city's coming back. And, you know, we did get hit with COVID pretty bad. I mean, we were the, probably one of the worst. And, you know, it's quite incredible that we've made a recovery. You know, I, I think that we have a little ways to go. But I think we've really come back tremendously. Well, at least the traffic has. I remember standing in Madison Avenue and there wasn't, or Fifth Avenue, and there wasn't one car. It looked like something from the Twilight Zone. Now, I am sure that the traffic is worse than it was before the pandemic. It's like a mess. But things are coming back. People are buying. And as one friend said to me, she said, you know, we're baby boomers, and, you know, a lot of them are moving to Florida, but that's what happens. You know, when they get older, they can't stand the cold. But look, but if you look at who's moving into Manhattan, it's young and it's vibrant. And I kind of think that's really what Manhattan needs. I thought it got a little bit too corporate and too suburban for a while there. So, you know, you're seeing little stores pop up, and um, you can ask any young person, you know, out of college or anything and say, where do you want to live? And you know what? They still say Manhattan because there's no place like New York City. It's got its ups, it's got its downs, but it's still New York City. So um, is that a, that's not really a PR. That, that is my my actual feeling, even though I you know, have to and say. Dottie, you know, shoot. just to add on that point, New York, New York City just made a rulemaking uh, very recently, and this is gives you a sense of exactly the point you're making about younger people moving in. Um, New York City now has, and it will be in effect for the next five tax years, that if you build a new child daycare center or if you expand an existing one, then you're entitled to a property tax credit. And on top of that, if you're in what's called a child care desert, they'll give an even bigger property tax abatement. Um, and this law went into effect. Actually, applications are due March 15th if you want to make this upcoming tax year July 1. But if you miss the deadline, you can do it next year. And when we mean by a new child daycare center, you don't have to build the building. It's literally if you took a vacant store and you renovated it and you made it a new a child daycare facility and get it certified. So in line with what you're saying, uh, there's definitely a need uh, for younger families having a daycare in the city, and they're recognizing that. Wow. Well, listen, that's a great business if you uh, 
are if it's something that you do and you're you, because there's a lot of kids and um, unlike when I was a kid, I'm not even sure if they had pre-K then. They didn't. Uh, I think they start them at two years old now. So that's good to know. And thank you, Steve, for that information. I don't know, Steve. This was troubling to me, but I, I read it. Let's see. Did I read it in the post? I think maybe the post. Uh, it said jobs flying south and Florida tops New York for workers in 2022. And it said New York employed fewer workers than Florida for the first time in decades. Um, true. And it it's says, true, Daddy. Um, but why Florida's do you think? population. Well, you know, there's a, there's a few things. So first of all, you know, the tr- a trend doesn't happen overnight, right? I, I do think, you know, COVID was an accelerator. Um, yes, it is absolutely true that Florida now, the population of Florida is slightly greater than New York. And the number of people employed is slightly greater than New York as well. So, you know, I think, number one, it should be a little bit of a wake-up call for um, the business community and government. Um, I think what's happened is that if you – look, if, if you're going to hire somebody and if you're an employee and you're deciding between two jobs, do you want to go to a state that has income tax or has zero income tax? Right? Well, What's the – affordability uh, of, of housing. So what's interesting is there's a great study that um, if you want to really improve your workforce and ability to move in an area, one of the correlative factors is how old the housing stock is, right? Are the homes newer or are they older? So in certain parts, far as one, the average age of a home is newer. Now, there's more to that story. You know, it's, it's like any stats, you know, you, you got to really rip out the stat because people love and appreciate the quality of certain older homes that they don't build that way today. And so there's and there's value that way. So there's more to that story. But I think the broad trend of government recognizing we need to be a little business, more, a little more business friendly in certain aspects, I think is really important. Right, but you know, it also says that New Jersey, California, Illinois, and Pennsylvania all set new records for migration to Florida. Also, so Florida is becoming very popular, um, and so they're doing they're doing something right now. I know there's a trend, like you know, it's nicer weather, and I, I'm sure COVID with remote work has really made a difference in where people can live. You know, so that is another factor. You know, it's a very interesting point, and it seems kind of random, but it has a really interesting real estate impact. Spain and Portugal just came up with a temporary e-worker visa program. And what is that? It's a very interesting program. And what it basically is, is if you have a job and you're a citizen of a country not in Europe, right, not part of the EU, and you can show that you worked at a job for at least a year, and your income is at least around. And again, I'm sort of averaging the two programs because right. they're not—they're similar, but they're not identical. Um, it's about if you make about thirty-five thousand a year, you and you can work remotely. They will give you a visa, and you can live in Spain or Portugal for around up to three years, and do your job remotely. 
and they're advertising it as a way, go see another country, learn another culture, and, and immerse yourself, and you can still do your job and get paid back in your home country. And it's a brilliant maneuver for them because they're trying to figure out a way to inject capital into their countries. And how fascinating is that for the real estate market? I mean, imagine if we could inject, you know, a number of thousands of people who are here wow. on a temporary basis, who have high-level jobs, high-level abilities, not taking away a job from someone local because they're working somewhere else. Right, and imagine right. if we said, come experience New York and Broadway, you know, live in Brooklyn, live downtown, see a neighborhood, learn the language for a defined period of time. Imagine what that would do economically right. for restaurants well, you know, and retail and also for housing. It, it, it would be great. But, Steve, you know what I think? And this is my opinion, guys, and you know I don't get too political one way or the other, and I vote for whoever I like. But I think people get used to, like, you know, the politicians, I think we need a little change. A lot. Of, I mean, I, I think we need some young blood and some people that think out of the box because – you know, I learned a long time ago that a lot of times people will do what's always done because it's safer in, in the sense that, hey, they've been doing this for 20 years, so I'll just continue. Whereas if I try something brand new that's out of the box and it doesn't work, then, you know, I, I might lose my job. So I, I think that, well, you know, I think that we have to be a little bit more creative. And I think that, you know, uh, I think that, you know, we have to really – not just do what we always did. And it, and it, as I said, it takes a lot of people and a lot of people who are a little brave and willing to step out of the box. I, I agree with you. And, and, and I know this, this may sound crazy, but we need to embody a culture of failure that leads to success, which now you might say, wait, failure to success. But look at one of our greatest presidents, Abe Lincoln. Yes. And there are wonderful stories about him. He was a failure as a lawyer. He ran for office multiple times, and he lost, and he kept on losing. And, he, and if you read his story, you're like, wow, look at all the times that he lost and he failed, and he should have given up. And then he became president and saved the country. I mean, well, that's a what good a great story. story. We, we, we cannot, that's a good if you, story. If you're afraid to fail, you will not be able to really fully huh. succeed. Well, you can walk into my office and you can see that sign. It's the first thing that says, and it says, failure is success turned inside out. There is no one that I know that's successful in any field that didn't fail a bunch of times, okay? And if you're afraid to fail because someone's going to say, oh, see, you didn't do it, you didn't do it, well, then you'll never do anything. And when you read about a person who's successful, Oh, I think somebody wrote to me something like, oh, Dottie, well, you, you have this, and you have prestige, and you have money. Well, you know what? I wrote to him, you know what? B.S., don't be a victim. I had nothing, okay? I worked very hard. I think there's a little luck, too. I said, but I worked very hard. And, you know, it takes a lot of hard work. By the way, guess what just broke a record? Star Island is the number one most expensive neighborhood, okay, in the U.S., okay? I think Madonna lived there, okay? It took over, okay? It's 71% increase. I'm not moving there anywhere soon, but I just thought you might want to know. 
I think was it Madonna? Yeah, it's in Florida. We'll be right back with our What does the perfect wedding entail? Just you, the love of your life, your guests, and the iconic New York City skyline. Sound too good to be true? It's not. You can say, I do, all with the gorgeous views of the New York City skyline in the distance on board the Atlantis yacht of New York Cruises. New York Cruises is the premier, unique wedding venue. They have a dedicated staff of experienced hospitality professionals who can provide you with wedding cruise event planning services Every single step of the way, your guests will be wined and dined on the main deck, sky deck, and lounge deck with 360-degree views of the Manhattan skyline. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, weddings, engagement and anniversary parties, birthdays, bar or bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today or visit NewYorkCruises.com. Make sure to tune in this and every Saturday at noon to hear the lead guy, Nick DeMauro, Executive Director and CEO of LEAD, Law Enforcement Against Drugs and Violence, speak with experts, educators, and law enforcement about important issues affecting you and your children. Catch the new show, Battling Drugs and Violence, with the lead guy on AM 970 The Answer for topical information and insights from experts waging the battle against drugs and violence in your community. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. love skin cream. I always love cream, and I just discovered a new line of skincare products that I have to tell you about. I've tried many products that have been on the market for many years, many brands. You, you name it, I tried it. So that's why I'm so excited about Hemp Life. As I said, Leaf, excuse me. The Vanilla Passion Skin Cream is soft, and the scent is calming. The feeling on my skin, well... It's just amazing. It's not at all greasy. It absorbs right away. And I can feel my skin as soon as I put it on perking up. The black soap, while it may look less than inviting, was the most amazing surprise. It was smooth and creamy and makes my skin feel soft and hydrated. I'm really looking forward to trying the rest of the product line and sharing my thoughts with you. I would never put anything on my body that I wouldn't put in it. So visit us at www.hemplief.com. Let me say it again. That's www.hemplief.com. And if you say my name, you'll get a 10% discount. You really should try it. It's really fantastic. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. 
TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. Mike Glendell and MyPillow are launching the new MyPillow 2.0 with a special buy one, get one free offer. The MyPillow 2.0 offers a brand new temperature regulating technology that keeps you comfortable throughout the night. The new fabric dissipates heat and humidity to create a cooling sensation to maintain a, a cooler surface temperature. MyPillow knows core body temperature plays a big role in how well you sleep. The new fabric technology helps regulate your body temperature throughout the night by creating a lower surface temperature for a more restful night's sleep. Machine washable and dryable with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee and made in the USA. Just go to the radio listeners page at MyPillow.com use the promo code AM970 or call 800-651-0798 800-651-0798 Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on the new MyPillow Pillow 2.0-800-651-0798. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. Well, we're back. You're listening to Eye on Real Estate and uh, Dottie Herman. I'm here with Stephen Ebert, our big, 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 most knowledgeable real estate attorney and in the right before the break I just talked quickly about it I, I was wrong it wasn't Madonna but Star Island which is now the nation's most expensive neighborhood uh, the average price of a single home on Star Island the man-made enclave to celebrities including Shaquille O'Neal Gloria Estefan Rosie O'Donnell valued at an eye-popping 40 point Two million dollars as of December, and that's from Zillow, and that's a 71 increase, 71 percent increase from the average of 23.5 million. Uh, Ken Griffin, the hedge fund billionaire who runs Citadel, recently bought five um, island properties for a combined 194 million, pushing Star Island to the top of Zillow's ranking for the prices, priciest neighborhood. Well, you know. I'm sure that's true, and um, I mean, they're not lying about the prices, but there's not that many houses there, so when you mix a you know, if you take a lot of houses uh, and you put them together, you're going to get a lower number. That's, there's not very many there, uh, so, but good for Star Island. I, you know, I'm happy for them. They made headlines for this week, so maybe they'll keep it up, and maybe they won't. Okay. I did a little work for you, okay? I tried to, I think what everyone wants to kind of know is what's going on. So I told you last week that the trends for 2023 um, are all about the market slowing down and a return to normalcy, okay? That's what I said, a return to normalcy. Now remember something. This is kind of crazy, but home prices, okay? Home prices have surged nationally 42% in the last three years, okay? So you think about that. In the last three years, home prices have surged 42%. That is incredible. Now, obviously, it can't keep up that pace, okay? And you have really created an affordability problem. Uh, so what's going to happen this year is you're going to see a slowdown, Uh you're going to see, now you're not going to see prices crash, but you're going to see a slowdown 
prices cooling, because rightfully so, they should. They can't continue. I mean, you know, you can't continue at 42% every three years. You, you'd, you'd, nobody would own houses anymore. Um, so the chief economist said even with projected reductions in home sales that this year prices are still expected to remain stable. So that's good news, okay? And in most markets, because of what I tell you every week, we still have limited inventory for most places, in most parts. I can cannot talk in every state in the country, but for most part. But signs are returning as mortgage rates get a little bit lower and inventory is starting to pick up. It's not, we don't have too much, but we have a little bit more. Uh, now, some of you are kind of waiting to see what's going to happen because you're reading all this stuff, you know, gee, you know, maybe it'll be lower in the spring, maybe it'll be higher in the spring. Uh, I would tell you, if you're looking for a home, continue to look and buy it. Actually, now is a great time. Okay? I think it's a great time to buy now. Uh, now, if you look at the country, and I like to give you a, a kind of a, a national, so you know what's going on all over. The South had the largest single-family home sales of any um, U.S area year over year at about five percent but in the northeast prices still climbed close to five percent they didn't have as many uh, sell Uh, now in the midwest it was up four percent and i guess in the west it was only up 2.6 percent I farming. I don't know why, but you know, I'll have to look it up for next week. Farmington, New Mexico, had the highest increase with twenty point three percent. But I will tell you, and I think I mentioned this a couple of uh, weeks ago, Florida had uh, seven of the highest places that people want to live and the highest appreciations in the last seven out of ten. It came from Florida or the Carolinas. So. I think there's kind of a a trend to a warmer climate, um, and it seems that that's what seems to be going on. And again, we don't know if it's a trend yet because it's too early to tell. But I do see when I'm in Florida, I do see people still going back to New York, and all my friends from New York say, "Hey, Florida's great, and we love it, and it's great weather when it's." But although the weather's been great in New York, also. Uh, but there's no place like New York. And so, you know, if you're a true New Yorker, you're a true New Yorker. There's no city like it. Uh, the priciest markets in 2023 were in California. And uh, one of the markets that rose the most was uh, was Marcos Island, which is off Naples, and Naples, which is there right next to each other in Florida. So those went up a lot. Okay. 2023, the housing market could feel more like a buyer's market than a seller's market after buying, because we've lived in a seller's market for the last three years. You didn't even have a choice. Like I said, you could not discuss terms. The uh, owner would say cash. If you don't have all cash, I'm not even dealing with you. So it's not a buyer's. I think it's kind of mixed. I don't think it's really a buyer's or a seller's market. I think that People are more flexible now, and I think that it's not only price. I think as a buyer and a seller, you should also 
First of all, not only hear the price, listen to the terms. And if it were me, just this is me and it's only my opinion, I would want somebody to give me their credit credit report before I went to contract. It costs 20, I don't know, I don't know, well, it might cost maybe 30, I don't know, it's about $30 or whatever. It's not a lot of money. I just want to have to know, or I'd want them pre-qualified, one or the other, okay? Uh, But if you're selling and you say to yourself, because I heard someone say the other day, oh, I just missed the mark. I mean, I should have sold two years ago. I would have gotten even more. Well, don't feel bad for yourself because prices are still high. They didn't drop much. And most people have a lot of equity because banks didn't give. They didn't do what they did in 2008 where they, uh, if you remember, Steve, uh, you could get a mortgage by just calling them up and saying it was called stated income. You could say, oh, I make $2 million. Really? Okay, Johnny, that's great. Thanks. Okay, if your credit's good, you've got a mortgage. And it was that, that simple, and they got in trouble that way. They gave a lot of loans that they shouldn't have given to people, and they didn't do it this time, and they took a lot more cash this time around. You know, they required more cash than they normally do. So um, even if you had to sell, most people have some equity. Uh so I, you know, so I don't, you know, I don't see anybody getting in trouble. I don't see anybody uh, stealing anything. But you can have more flexibility and negotiate. And listen, sometimes timing can make a big difference in price. If, if somebody has to move or they have to be someplace, then that's how I bought my house. I didn't steal it, but my first house, the woman, her husband was relocated to another state. And she was home with the kids, you know, well, because he had to go. And she said, you know what? I don't really care anymore. I miss my husband. You know, if I take a few dollars less, I don't care. I just want to be with my husband. Now, I didn't steal it or anything, but I got a decent price and I got a good house. So anything to add to that, Stephen? What are your customers telling you? Yeah, I mean... I think well, you're not going to be able to answer that because we have a commercial. Oh, I think we're going to a break, but after the break. Good. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Local Business Owner, do you get calls from multiple digital marketing firms trying to sell you the quick fix to your marketing challenges? Maybe you've bought the latest tactic that some hotshot sold you and you're wondering where your results are. The problem is you know you need to market your business, but trusting a partner, well, that's been a challenge. Our solution for many local business owners is through our digital marketing solutions, Salem Surround. Salem Surround is unique because we're based on the same guiding principles that Salem Media is. We actually care about our clients and we're accountable to our results. The same care that we deliver our radio content to you is the same we do with all our digital marketing services. So reach out to us at SalemSurround.com today and we'll consult with you about your individual needs and create a customized plan to actually do what you need your investment to do. That's SalemSurround.com, a full-service digital marketing solution for your business.
Welcome to Invite Health President's Day Sale. The sale is on now. Buy two bottles of any Invite Health product and receive 40% off retail. That's buy two bottles, get 40% off retail. Here's the number and write it down because you can speak with an Invite nutritionist seven days a week. 800-673-2345. That number for Invite, 800-673-2345. Listen to past shows and informative podcasts all at invitehealth.com. Download the Invite Health app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Visit invitehealth.com for our retail locations and to set up a free nutritional consultation in person, by phone, or by video. Take advantage of Invite's limited time, 40% off President's Day sale. Contact Invite at 800-673-2345. That number again, 800-673-2345. Invite Health. Get healthy, stay healthy. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back and we're going to be on in a few minutes with Michael Holtman, CEO of Hallmark Abstract Services. He's got, he knows everything about that. You need to listen to him. He's got such great advice for you. But I just wanted to finish up, Stephen, because, Stephen, you were in the middle of saying, talking about. Yeah, I, I think we're just talking about really market and market velocity. And, and let's remember to keep in mind you have the most current data. I know you're mentioning, you know, at certain times, you know, people in the past moving quickly at an open house and so forth and how sort of the timing of the life of a transaction and the offering process and getting into the contract has changed a little bit. But what I can tell you, Dottie, is preparation is absolutely key, um, and that has not changed. And what we are seeing is a, a bit of an increase in how fast things are starting to move. So, you know, things take time to see a trend, um, but I would, you know, caution everyone Definitely, if you're going into an open house, be prepared, have your team lined up, because I do see things moving faster than they were even a month or so ago. Again, and how does, again, Steve, your website or your email, just want to give it to everyone so they have it. Yeah, sure. So just S for Stephen and my last name, Ebert, E-B-E-R-T. So S. Ebert at Casson, C-A-S-S-I-N. LLP.com. You can always email me. We get emails all the time from listeners and um, always happy to uh, be in touch with everyone. And he really is a genius. So, Michael, a good morning and thank you so much for being on our show. We are thrilled to death that you're on. And well, uh, can't well, wait Daddy, to hear what you, you have to say. <laughs> well, thank you for having me, Dottie. And I got to tell you, I, I loved your and Stephen's uh, discussion about success, perseverance, and not being afraid to fail, because I know that all of those three are important, but it was perseverance that actually got me on your show in the first place. Really? <laughs> well, I'm glad you did, because uh, this is a subject people need to know about, okay? And you know what? You're a great guest, and you're an expert, so I'm glad you pursued and you persevered. So no, I'd, I'd love to I'd love to talk to you and well, look I can ask you a million questions but maybe I'd like you to start with what you think most important that people should know now. Well, 
Uh, you know, in terms of title insurance, you know, it's protecting the buyer in what is probably going to be the most important financial decision they're going to make in their lives. And title insurance is a key aspect of that. And sometimes people don't really know what it is or really even look into it where, you know, we look into everything we buy, whether it's a TV or a car, we, we do a lot of research. But, you know, basically it's just protecting the buyer, making sure they have good, clean, clear title to the property that they're buying. And, and what's more important than that? Nothing. So uh, do, do, do buyers have to buy title insurance? Do they have to purchase you know, it? You know, they, they do if they're getting a mortgage because the title insurance, you know, it's protecting the bank. The bank has the house as their collateral, so it's protecting them. But a buyer doesn't have to buy title insurance if they choose not to. It's not necessarily the smartest move in the world. And actually, a lot of the attorneys that we work with, if someone is going to deny taking title insurance, they have to sign an affidavit to that effect that they understand what it is that they're not buying. You know, I would say 99% of the time, people do buy title insurance. Yes, I would. I don't, I don't, I'm trying to remember if I remember anybody that I knew that didn't buy that. I don't. I'm you so know, on, on, that, on that point, I got to say, we always advise clients to always get it. And, um, you know, and obviously co-ops are a little different just for our listeners. They're, they're sort of in a different bucket. But, so we're talking to everyone but co-ops right now. Um, but um, we basically, you know, we've had a couple of clients. Most clients don't even raise the issue. Every so often someone does. And when we explain all the risks and the analysis, people always get it. I mean, I will say... You know, it's, it's like everything, right? You get insurance not with the hope you trigger a policy, right? Nobody wants to buy life insurance and hope something happens to them and collect. You know, that, that's, not, that's not the point. Um, but the thing about title insurance is while the likelihood is low, if you do have an issue, the cost to rectify is very high. Um, so really well for, for getting insurance. Right, like everything else in Right. Like everything in life, we do a risk-reward analysis. And if you're moving into a home that you're going to own for 40 years, you know, it's not really a, uh, a, a penny-wise, penny dollar-foolish decision not to get it. I know. So let me ask you, are the costs uh, the same whether you're buying in Manhattan or Nassau or Greenwich or Suffolk or Hamptons, or does it vary by neighborhood? You know, it, it's interesting. Uh, it does not. The title premium is going to be the same no matter where you buy. You know, I, I actually, it, on a, on a $1.5 million house with a million-dollar mortgage, your your buyer, your owner's policy is going to be $6,000. Your lender's policy for the bank is going to be close to $1,100. And that's that's the same in all of those places, and it's the same no matter what title company you use. The closing costs, some of the uh, recording fees are going to differ by county. Nassau County is going to be the most expensive. New York Why? City is going to be the least. They Why? have, um, uh, <laughs> I like to call I it, live in uh, Nassau County. I used to live <laughs> so in Nassau I. County. I live in the city, so I, oh, well, I, like, I, to I, it like this. I, I would say it's a, I call it a money grab. So there's something in Nassau County called the tax map verification letter. And if you're recording a document, you have to get one. And it's a piece of paper with uh, some writing on it. 
But if you're recording a deed and a mortgage, you have to buy two of them, and each one costs $355. So, you know, right there is is a, a large number that affects the closing. And, you know, I know we, we talk about expensive homes, you know, $2 million, $3 million, but, you know, for the $500,000 buyer, closing costs matter. So, you know, they, the recording costs, they do definitely come into play. You know, that's... Oh, they uh, do. Yeah. Now, since everyone needs it, and I would never have anyone on the show that I don't recommend, um, if people want to reach you, I mean, they can... Your email, and I'm going to post it on my site so that everybody gets it, and on the... I have the shows. But it's M-H-A-L-T-M-A-N at Hallmark Abstract. LLC.com? That is correct. Okay, and but you might be driving, and if you're driving, please don't try to kill yourself and write. <laughs> I That's right. Go and say, if I'm going to post this, okay, and I'll have the radio show posted on their site too. Um, so we will post it. So, And then you can call, right? If you're in Nassau, oh, uh, you want to give us the numbers? They can call no matter where they are. We, we do business all throughout New York State. It's 516 516- Seven four one four seven two three, and uh, you know if anyone wants to call, even if they're using another title company, that's fine. And we also recommend to buyers that they get a second title bill from a title company different than the one that they're using, just to make sure that the fees, the non-title premium fees, are fair, and that they're not being overcharged. And if our title bill is less, which it typically is, they can go back to their title company and request that those fees and ancillary charges be brought more into the realm of where they should be. Well, that really says a lot, Michael, for your company and you, because, you know, that's competitive shopping. But, you know, you want to be competitive, but you also don't want to, like I always tell my daughter, don't go cheap on important things. This is the biggest investment most people Oh, my God. So, like, I'm going to say it. Again, you don't take shortcuts with with things like this. Really, you don't. Correct. Okay. You know, to give Stephen a plug, uh, you know, when people when people nickel and dime on the real estate attorney they're going to use, you know, I found a great nine hundred and ninety dollar attorney. You know, you you really get what you pay for, and when you're buying what is probably going to be one of the most expensive assets you ever do, you need to protect yourself, and that's where a great attorney comes in. And that's where, you know, title insurance, you know, not every title insurance policy is the same. I know. It depends on the work that goes into it. And let me say this. I've been in the business a long time, and I've seen attorneys really screw up. So don't use your son-in-law. <laughs> son, don't have. use your son-in-law who's a divorce <laughs> attorney and really doesn't want to do it anyway. Yeah. Okay, he's dreading it. Use, the, you know, it's a big investment. Use the right attorneys. But you know what? I, I I want you to. I know this is not about the title, but it's just very important that you serve also on the board chair of the Combat Veteran Heroes to Heroes Foundation. I I'd do. Love you to. I well, I'd love you to tell me a bit. Tell the audience a bit about it. But before that, I want to thank because I just got a text from Molly, who's a big fan of mine. I'm a big fan of hers, and she said. Molly says, I have your show on for my agents on Saturday meetings. You're the most beautiful lady inside out. And so are you, Molly. Thank you. I love you. 
Okay. Um, okay. So now you are serve on the board chair of the Combat Veteran Heroes to Heroes Foundation. Can yes. you tell us a little about the mission? A hundred percent. So what we do, uh, we, we work with combat veterans who come home suffering moral injury. And, you know, for those who don't know moral injury, it's where you've done or seen something so abhorrent that goes against every value that you that you have. And, you know, it stays with you and it and it grinds at you. And, you know, that and ultimately death by suicide is a uh, is a big factor. You know, it happens at least 22 plus times a day. And the Heroes to Heroes yeah, how Foundation. How many times a day did you say? Did you uh, at least that 22. Word? Yes, 22 yes. 22 times a day. It's a, it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. And our mission is based in spiritual awakening and reconnection to faith. It's a 15-month program. And key to the program, uh, between the first and second year, are 10-day journeys to Israel, where there's no more spiritual place on earth. And, you know, many times, you know, whether it's Yad Vashem, baptism in the Jordan River, uh, you know, where all of the places they see, at some point, they, they come to realize that what they've done is, is a product of being uh, in the military and that they're not murderers and they're not, you know, they, it allows them between that and the peer support that they have to to open up and really begin the process of healing. Yeah, I don't know if people realize how bad some people, what it does to them, being, you know, a battle and things of that nature. I, I, oh. I, I happen to, you know, I've been, I, I wasn't, I was younger when the Vietnam War was on, but I do remember being like about 14 or 15, and I remember, because I, I like to go out with older guys then, uh, <laughs> now it's the opposite, I'll take them younger, but, okay, That's I would good. remember I sat in my bedroom with my friends, and they had a lottery, and they were like, they pulled oh, yeah. your number, and it said, like, well, April 1st, number one. Okay? And yeah. it was, like, so horrible that you found out your fate over the radio on whether you, you were going to be going right away or you got to wait, you weren't going at all. And that night, again, I wasn't old enough, but, you know, I had phony proof then. You, the bars <laughs> were, you, the bars were filled, filled. With people either celebrating that they beat, you know, their their birthdays came out and they weren't going, or they were like just devastated that they were. Yeah. But a lot and of we, them came. A lot of them came back different. So oh, I don't no think question. people realize how how it impacts people. Well, you know, I I think the statistic is less than one percent of Americans serve. So, you know, I and I never did serve, but. I, I support the, those that do because they give us, they allow us to live the life that we're leading. And, uh, you know, you can't do enough for them. How can we help support this? Uh, well, we're obviously we're always looking for donations. And the, uh, the, the website is heroestoheroes.org. And that's H-E-R-O-E-S-T-O-H-E-R-O-E-S, uh, heroestoheroes.org. And... Uh, you know, we, of course, look for donations, but we also look for support, whether somebody can volunteer for our golf committee or if they have an interest of serving with us on the board. You know, it's always 
always great to have people who have a passion for the same thing. And the phone number and the email address that you gave for my company, people can also reach out to me there and, and ask me any questions they have about Heroes to Heroes. You know what? I am totally impressed with you, and you have to come back. Besides that you are great at what you do in business, I, I just feel it's so important to also give back. Um, yes. Not just well, take. I would love to be a, a co-host with you one day. Oh, well, then I'll have to get in touch with you. No. <laughs> hey, listen. Do you want to know? I'll just tell you this quick story. So there was a guy who calls me, and I know the waves don't go to London, but the guy calls from London. He said, listen, I'm in real estate in London. Da, 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 da. I listen to your show. So I say to him, wow, I'm really impressed. So I said, I'll tell you what. Why don't you come on once a month and give us a real estate account of what's going on in London? P.S. I said, do you ever come to New York? And he said, yes. I said, well, let me know when you come. You'll come as a live guest on my show. Well, to make a long story short, he came. And I took him out to lunch after the show. And he said to me, I have to be have a confession to you. He said, I knew if I wrote to you, you'd never take, you wouldn't read it. He said, and my girlfriend that I met was visiting London. I'm in love with her, and she lives in New Jersey. So I wanted to get in touch with you so I could have a reason to come to New Jersey and be on your show. But it was really to see my girlfriend. So I said, well, that was creative that you actually called with a question when he really yeah. didn't care about the question. In other words, the question was irrelevant. It was, right. And I said, you know what? I like creative people. I like people who figure out ways to go around things. I know that sounds bad, but you know what? Like you said, persistence. Persistence. Yes. And if, you, if there's an obstacle, find a way around it. Well, you know what? I, I, I do not disagree with your premise that there is always a way. You do have to try and find that way. But, you know, within the, within the boundaries of the, of the law, of course. But of course. There are, of, course don't, of course. Don't kill anybody <laughs> for their job. I mean, you don't kill your boss because you want his job. Uh, no, definitely not. Definitely not. But, uh, no, yeah, persistence. You know what? You have Michael, yeah. I am going to call you. I promise. Okay. I think you're a great guest. And I'd love to talk to you further. Um, we are going to be back in our second half. We're going to talk about... Tiny houses. I don't know. Maybe you could save a lot of money, sell your big house, and live in a tiny house of maybe 500 feet. Um, I have all the magazines. I've seen it on TV, and we have an expert in tiny houses. Can't wait to talk to him. You're going to learn a lot. We'll be right back after a quick booze and commercial. Boy, am I in a good mood today. The preceding hour of programming paid for by DTHY Realty Incorporated. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.